Hyundai is bringing a fleet of hydrogen trucks to the U.S. Jera Americas is pushing forward with hydrogen blending projects. Black and Veatch guides the point of use hydrogen production for vehicle fuel study. And Johnson Matthey acquires assets to accelerate green hydrogen scale-up. All of this on today's Hydrogen Podcast. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. In an article from AutoWeek.com, a fleet of exient trucks is on its way to California, but the state will still need more hydrogen stations. Hyundai is one of several automakers that have made a bet on hydrogen fuel cell powertrains, ranging from passenger cars to semi-trucks. And this year, Hyundai will bring the latter to California in a trial run of sorts. The South Korean automaker will send its exient trucks across the Pacific, which the company bills as the world's first mass-produced heavy-duty hydrogen fuel cell trucks. After the vehicles debuted in Switzerland in 2020, it's a Class 8 vehicle which offers a maximum of a 500-mile range and a gross combination weight of more than 37 tons. The trucks are planned to be used by the automaker's public and private partners to operate within the state. Two trucks will arrive this year as part of an EPA-funded pilot effort, with an additional 30 arriving in early 2023. Starting in August, the first two trucks will perform long-haul freight runs between warehouses in Southern California, mostly relying on three hydrogen stations operated by First Element Fuel for 12 months. The second, larger effort will be funded by grants from the California Energy Commission and the California Air Resources Board, in addition to funds from the Bay Area Air Quality Management District and the Alameda County Transportation Commission. The consortium, led by the Center for Transportation and the Environment, plans to build a high-capacity hydrogen refueling station in Oakland, with enough fuel planned to support 50 trucks. It's expected that the trucks themselves will serve similar routes from the ports to warehouses. Now, this effort looks to mirror largely the hydrogen truck trials currently underway in Europe, with trucks using a hydrogen corridor of sorts between large port cities and manufacturing centers. The bigger picture here is that hydrogen fuel cell powertrains increasingly appear to be more fruitful endeavor for Class 8 trucks rather than passenger cars. A number of automakers, including Hyundai, are still trying to make hydrogen FCEVs happen for passenger vehicles. But the glacial pace of hydrogen infrastructure growth has made the effort seem like a missed opportunity to have invested in EVs instead. Several truck makers are now betting that large trucks owned by logistics companies, coupled with hydrogen corridors between port cities and industrial centers, will present a much more realistic opportunity for growing this zero-emission technology. According to the Deputy Director of Fuels and Transportation Division at California Energy, Hannon Rasool, We are proud to fund this hallmark deployment of 30 hydrogen fuel cell electric trucks and improve the air quality in Northern California. These investments will support zero-emission trucks and infrastructure development and deployment as part of the U.S. market ecosystem. Public and private project partners have come together to take a big step forward in decarbonizing freight and goods movement as part of the CARB and CEC's Clean Air Initiatives. Personally, I'm glad to see more fuel cell EV Class 8 trucks headed to the U.S., with my hope being that more port cities will invest in hydrogen infrastructure. And next, in an article from h2view.com, 
Jera America is pushing forward with hydrogen blending projects. Jera America has unveiled plans to blend hydrogen at two plants to support the reduction of carbon emissions. This has seen the group make initial strides towards employing hydrogen fuel blending in its U.S. power generation portfolio. An example of this is Linden Cogeneration, who Jera Americas has a 50% interest in, signing an agreement with Philip 66. Linden Cogen will take hydrogen-containing fuel gas produced at the Bayway refinery and blend it with natural gas used to fuel the 172-megawatt Linden Cogen Unit 6 gas turbines. The modification will enable using a fuel gas blend which contains up to 40% hydrogen. The project is expected to be completed in 2022 and will improve overall refinery and Linden Cogen operational efficiency and will reduce air emissions primarily through improved furnace and flare efficiencies. While actual reductions will be based on how much hydrogen is used at any given time of plant operation, the company anticipates a reduction in carbon emissions of up to approximately 10% annually from Unit 6. And in addition to this, Jera Americas is also involved in a second project to employ hydrogen technology to reduce carbon emissions in the Cricket Valley Energy Center. The company is part owner of Cricket Valley, which signed a memorandum of understanding with GE to develop a green hydrogen demonstration project in New York State. The agreement calls for using hydrogen for 5% of the fuel in one of the three units that power the station, which initiates the first step toward converting to a 100% hydrogen fuel-capable plant. Stephen Wynn, CEO of Jera Americas, said, Our parent company, Jera, has set an ambitious goal to be net zero carbon by 2050, with an interim goal of 20% reduction in carbon emission intensity for its business in Japan by 2030. They set the vision to be a global leader in LNG and renewables, sparking the transition to a clean energy economy. We support that goal, and will also be working toward the same net zero carbon emissions goal here in North America. We intend to move forward on many fronts to achieve meaningful carbon reductions. These two agreements at Linden Cogent and Cricket Valley are a starting point on our journey to a clean energy future. Next, in an article from Yahoo Finance, Black & Veatch guides point-of-use hydrogen production for vehicle fuel study. Artificial intelligence business, Impati, has commissioned Black & Veatch to deliver a study into the feasibility of using distributed production of green hydrogen to fuel vehicle fleets. Black & Veatch will provide an economic, logistical, and technical assessment of on-site, on-demand hydrogen production's potential as a fuel for fleet operators seeking to decarbonize. Hydrogen is a proven vehicle fuel. Green hydrogen, produced using renewable energies, offers fleet operators a route to achieving decarbonization targets. The convention is for centralized hydrogen production, then transportation for storage at fleet depots or filling stations. Black & Veatch's study will seek to confirm that small-scale distribution hydrogen production at the point of use offers a viable alternative in achieving competitive price points. According to Jonathan Cristiani, who's the Advanced Power and Fuels Engineer at Black & Veatch, we will establish the technical requirements of the economic model for distributed renewable generation to power small-scale on-site hydrogen production. Because commercial viability requires a supply chain capable of supporting a network of distributed green hydrogen facilities, our study addresses the entire hydrogen ecosystem and not just the technology. The study will build upon the company's experience in developing hydrogen vehicle fuel infrastructure and distributed hydrogen power assets, as well as project experience that establishes hydrogen as a viable piece of the future of decarbonization. 
The study will be carried out along with a collaborative project to integrate Empati's AI platform with Black & Veatch's Asset360 platform. According to Gopal Ramcharan, the co-CEO of Empati, we see green hydrogen as a digital fuel that is a perfect fit for a decentralized setup such as networks of filling stations or fleet depots. We look to deploy our technology globally, partnering with the most innovative companies across the hydrogen supply chain. As a technology agnostic partner with real world experience in hydrogen and every point in the life cycle of distributed power and alternative vehicle infrastructure, Black & Veatch is ideally placed to help us do that. Now this study is going to be a critical piece of the advancement of the hydrogen industry. And I'm very excited to see how this study by Black & Veatch turns out. And lastly, by a press release from Johnson Matthey, they've acquired assets to accelerate green hydrogen scale up. So on July 28th, Johnson Matthey, who is a global leader in sustainable technologies, announced its acquisition of the assets and intellectual property of Oxus Energy Limited, which is based near Oxford, UK. Oxus Energy was a lithium sulfur battery developer with assets which can be adapted for the manufacturing of components for green hydrogen production. The company entered administration on the 19th of May of this year. With moderate additional investment and upgrades, this transaction will significantly accelerate the scale-up of Johnson Matthey's growing green hydrogen business. The facility will further expand Johnson Matthey's ability to develop, test, and manufacture catalyst-coated membranes and advanced materials for electrolyzers, as this market continues to develop very rapidly in response to a positive progress with customers. The site will enable the production of tens of thousands of catalyst-coated membrane parts per year, enough to equip hundreds of megawatts of electrolyzer capacity. The CEO of Johnson Matthey, Robert McLeod, said, We are delighted to secure this acquisition. The capability this opportunity delivers will enable all green hydrogen business to accelerate the scale-up of CCM production in line with market demand. The purchase of these assets further demonstrates our commitment to developing a low-carbon economy and progressing toward net zero. Eugene McKenna, the Managing Director of Green Hydrogen, commented, Acquiring Oxus Energy's assets enables us to support our customers as they meet the strong demand for proton exchange membrane electrolyzers used to produce green hydrogen. Improving electrolyzer efficiency and reducing the cost of hydrogen are key to furthering the development of the green hydrogen market and scaling up CCM manufacturing will help bring Johnson Matthey and our customers closer to achieving this goal. Alright, that's it for me everyone. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode, come and visit me on my website at thehydrogenpodcast.com and let me know. I would really love to hear from you. And as always, take care, stay safe, I'll talk to you later. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.